what the fuck is up, y'all? Um, I'm out here with my money suit and my chain and my fresh curls today. I'm feeling good. Um, I'm not feeling like perfect like I thought I would be on my first episode. Um, but you know, sometimes you just gotta start from where you're at. Uh, put on your little money suit and feel good about yourself. Uh, I definitely feel like this podcast is long overdue. I've been wanting to do it for years. Um, but I've always just been like, well, I don't know enough. I'm not yet. All this bullshit, right? Um, and we know that anything good in life, you really just have to start uh, before you really feel ready. So right now, I know that I'm ready. I know that I have the potential or whatever the fuck. But like, I still have that little perfection in me. Perfectionist little bitch ass. Um, but here we are, imperfectly perfect. <laughs> I'm chaotic. Y'all know that. Ah, but uh, yeah, let me at least hype myself up a little bit. I'm 21 years old. My name is Haley Schwartz. I'm sure that you know me if you're listening to this. Um, I really do pride myself on living a fucking amazing life. And although I have done a lot of that through selling my titties and ass, uh, and some of you guys do not have the fortune, fortune, privilege to do that, uh, I know that there are very many, much more paths to living a great life than just OnlyFans. Um, I got blessed enough to have an ass. Love it. Thank you, genetics. Um, but, but... For all y'all men listening, there are other ways. This is not a business course today. I do want to talk about the more like corny, woo-woo, not woo-woo, but I want to talk about today how I came to be an OnlyFans star, right? <laughs> not not specifically that. Um, I'm more than just an OnlyFans star, quote-unquote, whatever the fuck you want to call that. An OnlyFans girl. Yeah, you know what? I'm also in the 0.01%, so fuck off. Anyway, whoa, whoa, who are you talking to? Anyways. I'm not mad. Um, <laughs> I'm not mad. Whoa, where'd that come from? All right, ADD, we're going to put that aside. Um, yes. So I want to talk a little bit about my life from 2019 to where I am now. Um, from 2019, the beginning of it, when I got a call from my mom telling me that we could no longer afford my college and I was stressed the fuck out to now where I am living on my own in my dream city, um, thriving. Uh, you know, life's not perfect, but it's pretty fucking great. Um, and more than just doing OnlyFans, there were so many mental shifts that went on in my life um, that has got has gotten me where I am today. Um, gotten me the courage to be um, online talking to 350,000 people, um, to start this podcast, to move out on my own. I moved to San Diego with $50 in my account. To have all this courage, it's taken a lot of baby steps. And I kind of want to just guide you and myself through this process of where I was to where I am now. So it started in 2019 when I made the decision to drop out. Um, I want to add a side note of that my academics were my worth at that time. I knew that I was going to be an academic person. I <laughs> academic person. Anyways, sorry, that was, that was silly of me, but um, I knew that that was my everything. Like I just thought it was, I knew that I was going to this university since I was 12 years old. Um, and it's funny like hearing this now because like my academics were my everything. And you look at me now and you watch my TikToks, you know that I have OnlyFans and you're like, what the fuck? Who the fuck? Um, <laughs> I still love to learn, but in a different way. Um, but anyways, so I got that call when I was 19. I was in my second sem or trimester at University of Oregon. And I got this call from my mom and she was like, hey, we can't afford your college because FAFSA got taken away from you. FAFSA was the fucking key to my college because it was free tuition. 
Um, and so I'm on the phone call and I'm like, holy fuck. I remember my heart dropped. I was like, holy shit. I cannot afford college. I don't want to have loans for the rest of my life. You know, that, that scary story of like, you're never going to pay off your loans and all that shit just came rushing to my head. I was like, Oh my God, I can't afford this. What am I going to do? Like, I don't want to be a dropout because they're not successful. All this bullshit. I used to have very limiting beliefs regarding college. Um, how I used to think that like, you couldn't make it if you dropped out. (laughs) Look at me now. I'm getting paper. Anyways. Um, so, so I'm freaking out, but at the same time, Okay, maybe not at the same time, but just shortly after came my realization where I was like, I'm so sad here. Like, college makes me feel so sad. I love to learn, but just this just does not feel like the right place. And now that I look back, it's obvious as fuck that the only way to get me out of it was to have taken away my scholarships, um, which was brutal at first, where I was just like, holy shit, because <laughs> I'm out here just, you know, living my dream right in college, and I'm like, look at me, and in my honors hall and all that bullshit. Um, I'm not against college, by the way. I know I kind of sound condescending to it, um, but my experience was just negative. Uh, I totally encourage it to people who love it, right? Um, But I was just fucking depressed, doing the same thing every day. I was so sad. I was looking at like my journal from when I was in college and I was just like, "Mm, wow, sad, drained, empty. The only thing I had was like the gym (laughs) because I wasn't a partier. I wasn't very social. I was super insecure. I wasn't enjoying my classes. I didn't have any direction or purpose. Um, And so I was fucking sad. And I'm so thankful that my FAFSA and my financial aid got taken away now that I look back. Um, But that was a huge moment of deciding. Do I want to do this or do I want to figure it out on my own? There was, you know, obviously kind of a push. um, I have to figure it out on my own, like, or I have to go to community college. Um, But my grandparents actually were like, well, we can just fund your college and like you can pay us back or whatever. No interest. And at that point, that was probably like a week after I heard this news. And I was like, you know, no, like, I actually think I want to do it myself. I think I actually hate college. <laughs> and I like somehow had this inner voice in me that was like, bless me. That was like, you are more than this and you can create a life and it's going to all work out. That was like my number one message that just kept coming in my head. All that kept coming, <laughs> kept coming back and forth was just like, you can do this and everything is going to work out. Don't be scared. And so I kind of knew it in my heart. That was my first time that I listened to myself where I was just like, you know what? This, this feels right. As, as scary as it, as it is, this feels right. My first step of courage, my first step out of my comfort zone, my first loss of identity, my first like death of identity. And it was a huge moment where I was just like, shit. So I was like, you know what, grandpa and grandma, I appreciate you guys, but uh, I think I'm going to become a dropout and fail at life. Um, (laughs) So I did that, um, and I struggled the last last two months of that trimester. Uh, I actually, like, was so fucking sad on that, like, finals week that, like, I didn't even want to go to my finals. I was drained. I have never felt that way in my life. I'd never felt that empty. So that's where I was at. Uh, I remember like thinking like, I just want to be in a coma. Like I was so sad. And if there's anyone in college who relates to that, I'm sorry. Like it really sucks. And you can feel so empty, especially if you don't have a social connection. Um, I just felt empty. I felt lost. I felt like purposeless and just, it was tough. And I was in a city of just like, it was Eugene, Oregon. It was just like, eh, not my, not my vibe. I didn't have a good group of friends. Um, College can definitely be a better experience than that for other people. Um, But for me, it was just really tough. Um, and so I came home in March 
and I just felt like a fucking failure. Um, I felt so much shame. Um, it's like, I knew that I was doing something right for me, but it was so embarrassing coming home, especially after like my brothers had already graduated. I think, yeah. Or maybe my brother was going to graduate the next year, but anyways, I knew they were both going to graduate. Um, and so I was like the last child and like, here I was dropping out and moving back into my parents' house. And I was just like, wow, felt like a fucking ultimate failure. But also internally, I knew that this was something that I needed to do for myself. So at that point I decided like, well, shit, if I'm going to drop out, I'm gonna make it a good one. And so I paid off my loans right away. I had $6,000 worth of debt. I paid that off. I started working at Red Lobster. Um, fun, right? Worked at Red Lobster, ate a bunch of fucking biscuits. Um, but I was walking a lot. I would say I would like, I theoretically should have gained a lot of weight because I would steal food every day. Um, but not that that's not that this is a part of the story, but it was yummy. I love, I love me some red lobster. Uh, so I worked there over the summer and I met a friend, um, who I ended up booking a trip to Thailand with like literally a month after I met him. And we went to Thailand for a month. I like basically paid off all my loans. And then I like was just going to save up for Thailand. I had no idea how much I would have, but Thailand's cheap as shit. Super fun. This was my first time traveling outside of the country. Um, none of my family had been outside of the country except for my brother, but like my family was just notorious for staying in Oregon. And so this was my like whole, like, well, I just dropped out and now I need to go make a big trip. And so I did. Um, and that was amazing. It was like my first feeling of like, wow, like I'm doing it. And like, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do when I get home, but I'm doing it. I dropped out and I feel all like, woo, like that sucks. But like, I'm in Thailand and it's beautiful and I'm going to live this reality for a month. And so I did that, but then I came home and I was like, shit. Um, and so the next, I would say the next couple of months, what did I do? Oh, I started working at a coffee shop, which was fun. It was obviously not a long-term thing. I knew that it wasn't going to support me long-term, um, but I knew that that was the next step. And then I was getting all into these other things where I was just like, maybe I should like do personal training or like real estate and all these like kind of like backup things that I didn't really care about at the time. Um, but I was like in that fear mode where I was like, shit, I'm just going to be a dropout that like works at a coffee shop. <laughs> um, but I ended up working at that coffee shop. And then in about, I think it was January or February of 2020 is when I started making TikToks. And yeah, that was fun. You know, the start of TikTok, I was just doing it for fun and shit. Um, life went on. The pandemic happened in March. I didn't have a job. I think I started door dashing in like April. So mind you, all this time, it was kind of just like, you know, I'm just making TikToks for fun. I don't really have like a legit, legit job, right? I was just door dashing part time, living with my parents, didn't have to pay rent. Um, uh, the next step was I met a guy and I met him in April, which he would be a huge fucking fun trauma relationship for me. Didn't know that, <laughs> but we ended up kicking it right away uh, or hitting off, hitting it off right away. We'll talk about him later. He is a whole story. Toxic relationships are fun. Um, but anyways, we spent damn near every day together. Don't cancel me. I know that's inappropriate for quarantining or whatever, but you know, some bitches get lonely. <laughs> so anyways, uh, we hit it off and I remember I made a vision board earlier in January that was like, I want to take a trip to San Diego. Like that was my dream. And 
him and I decided we were going to take a trip to San Diego together. And I think, yeah, this was after he moved across the country and we were like, yeah, let's like see each other again, except this time in San Diego, we'll take a nice, like, you know, fun vacation or whatever. Um, and he actually ended up bailing on me (laughs) and I was like, well, I'm not going to go to San Diego alone. So I ended up fucking being like, why don't I just move there? And this was like May of 2020. And, um, so I was like, well, I'm going to fucking do it. Mind you, I was still working DoorDash. I had no like job. Like, I mean, I was doing DoorDash. Um, so yeah, it was the middle of the pandemic and I was like, I'm going to move. Um, you know, fuck a vacation. Why don't I just take a little, little move? So there I was like deciding that I was going to do it. And I ended up moving here in October of 2020. Uh, I found my roommate on Facebook and we had literally never talked before. Like we had a, Hey, Hey, you want to move in? Yeah. Kind of conversation. We ended up becoming like best friends. That was crazy. Um, but it was just one of those moments of just like trusting and it just fucking worked. And so I took my little 16 hour drive down here, $50 in my name. I had no idea what the fuck I was going to do. My parents are like, okay. And I was like, you know what? It's going to work out. <laughs> it's going to work out. I was still doing my little TikToks. I was growing my audience. I'm pretty sure I only had like 60, maybe 80,000 followers, which, you know, it's cool. Um, but I wasn't making really income at that point. Um, so anyways, my family's like, I'm just going to drop you off. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I made it here and I realized that I have to do, I do have to pump my own gas in California, which is whack. Um, but whatever. So my shit was growing on TikTok and people were like, you should start an OnlyFans. And then I did. <laughs> and that's the start of freedom for me. Uh, you know, obviously it goes way back to when I like dropped out, like that was the start of freedom for me. Um, but past that, yes. 